welcome to Spreading the Good Stuff, a podcast for regional women who want to thrive in their work, wellness, family and community. We share stories of triumph, challenge, growth and change in business and in life and offer helpful insights and advice to empower you to live your best life, however that looks for you. Welcome back to episode eight of Spreading the Good Stuff. Uh, I'm Katrina Myers. I'm Christy O'Brien. And I'm Leonie Cannon. So today we're going to be talking about the art of slow living. So um, last episode was all about um, busy and how we can try to reduce the busyness in our life. But there's actually quite a big movement all around slow living. And uh, so today we thought we'd share with you sort of our experience of slow living and um, what what we're all doing in our own lives. I would have to say that personally I'm working towards the slow living. (laughs) It's a challenge. Um, So we'll be outlining for you kind of what the sort of what a definition of slow living is, um, going through some of the things that you can do to try and implement some slow living um, practices in your life and some tips. And, yeah, we'll hear from each of us and then we'll sum up again with what we're loving this week. So... Looking forward to sharing this episode with you. We might cross, I might go to cross. <laughs> <laughs> we might cross to Leonie now um, and uh, start with Leonie and, and she'll talk us through what she's doing in her life um, and maybe share the definition with us um, about what slow living is. So Yeah, good morning. Uh, and of course there are lots of different definitions for slow and slow living and probably from the outset it's really important just to put it out there that slow living and and living a slower life um, is different for everybody and it looks and feels different for everybody and that's because we all have a different set of values uh, and priorities so that is always going to look different depending on what those are for each of us but I thought that I would um, just share firstly a definition of slow living that is by one of our favourite podcasters out there, Brooke McCallery from the Slow Home Podcast. Um, This is her definition and we just think that it it sets the scene beautifully and it really does sum it up. So slow living is the antithesis to fast. Modern life is dominated by fast. Fast food, fast fashion, immediate results, instant gratification, higher productivity, greater efficiency, more and better and faster and cheaper and louder. Slow living is about intentionally choosing to opt out of the race to be faster and cheaper and higher and louder. It's about saying no to finding meaning in our everyday, to look for quality in our interactions, our relationships, our thoughts and the things that we consume. Slow living is about people, not consumers, experiences over stuff, mindfulness in the things that we own, the things that we consume and in the way that we live. So it's about choosing what to include and really importantly about choosing what to exclude from our lives. Mm. That all sounds awesome. Like it sounds amazing, but, you know, and it's something that certainly I, you know, ideally aspire to, but how are you living that in your lives, girls? How can... What's the reality? Yeah. I think it's always nice to have something like that out there to... um, Not strive for, I guess. Striving is probably not the right word, but... Just the idea, the idea of a way of life. Yep. Um, it's really nice to see that sitting out there, but I don't mm-hmm. think, certainly not for me, I'm I'm not um, ticking off everything on that list, that's for sure. But it is a kind of life that really appeals to me and yes. I would 
really like to build more of and I think I am building more of into it all the time and I like how it touches on different aspects it's not just like when you, when you think about slow you think that means stopping and doing mm. nothing but in that definition it talks about lots of different areas in our life you know it's being aware of the things you consume and mm. we were talking about that before mm-hmm. you know that's a really big part of it so it, it, there isn't sort of um one one way to be slow and I think that we can all take a little bit from a definition like that and and have a look at our own lives and, mm. and identify which bits we can be a little bit. And I, for me, I find slow is for me is about being aware. Mm-hmm. Slow equals awareness and mindfulness in my life. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm not slow in any way, shape or form. Mm. I don't think as far as the way I live my life, I'd like to, you know, fit a lot in. And we talked about this in our last episode. We all like to live full lives, but there has to be a line that, that we draw and, mm. and a line in the sand to say, okay, well this, this time I have to protect, whether it be time with family time for your kids, time for friends and, um, and time on yourself. Yeah. Mm. So just can, maybe I was thinking like be good to have a little discussion about busy versus slow. Mm. So, because I feel like in my life, like I am making a conscious effort not to be as busy, mm. but I wouldn't say I'm living slow. And would you say that like slow living is a really conscious thing? Like yeah. it's very mm. much that. Awareness, yep. Yes. Exactly what you're saying, isn't it? Yeah. It's that awareness yep. thing. So I reckon I've got the awareness of the busy and I'm trying consciously not to be too busy. Mm. Yep. But I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm actively living a slow life. Mm. So, Christy, maybe like, I reckon you seem to be pretty well on this. You're saying you're not slow, but I reckon you make, it sounds like your life, you know, you do make conscious effort to, mm. to take steps to be slower. I yeah, I, look, I do try um, in, and I know I've, I've, it's a work in progress. We talked about this last yep. time, you know, it's like, you know, um, it's like anything in life. It's it's not a um, a destination. It's yes. a journey. Sorry yeah. for the cliche. <laughs> but I know when I slow down, um, the, the pace of my life, I have time to be aware of my mental health, my yep. physical health, um, and even just the health of, you know, the planet, you know, mm. like just time, as I said in the last episode, time just to to do those little recycling habits or, you know, mm. being aware of the stuff that you bring into your house, mm-hmm. you know, and being aware of, you know, even just your language and, mm. and your conversations with with your children or the people around you. So I think it's it's definitely awareness. And, and if you don't have the time to address or look at those things, then no one else is going to do it for you, mm. you know? Yeah. It's not – slow doesn't come in a pill. So, so <laughs> you know? I guess so, – so, like, why do we want to be slow, you know? Like, so mm, yeah. if both of you could give us an idea yeah. about that. Like, so, mm. you know, we're saying so – what's the big deal about being slow? Why do we think it's important and why do we think it might be important for you to well, be slow? A really good example in my, in my life is that if I slow down yeah. and make time in my day to meditate, mm-hmm. as an example, even just for 10 minutes, I know from – because I've done it – that it makes me calmer. Mm-hmm. And if I'm calmer, then I just cope with a whole bunch of other things in my life because, you know, stuff's going to happen in our lives mm-hmm. from yeah. week to week, from month to month, to, <clears throat> from year to year. Yeah. And <clears throat> nothing can stop those things from happening, but it's how we respond to those things. So – I know for me the benefits of just slowing down and 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 fitting less in mm-hmm. and being more aware um, just makes my approach to things um, ten times better than they were beforehand. Yep. I know that for a mm. fact. Yep, sure. Just mm. from experimentation. Yeah, yep. and and so Lee, what about for you? Like, is there research around this slow living and how it's beneficial for us mm. and all that sort of thing? I'm guessing there is. Not that I'm an expert on it, but no. I'm sure there's plenty of it. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure there is. Um, yeah, but I, I think there is a real movement towards it at the moment. Um, and I guess the only reason that I can see that is because life is 
just so fast paced these days. Um, yeah, too hectic and all this we're consumerism. So yeah, we're on cult- the culturally, yeah, um, <clears throat> in working lives, uh, just in in families. Um, generally speaking, in the media, that twenty four hour news cycle, everything now is just on and on all the time. And are we realizing that that's not actually making people any happier? Yeah. Like it's this go go go, consume consume, yeah. we've got to achieve. But it's people are still you know, miserable and stuff. Yeah. So, well, yeah. and, well research right. will show that we're probably... And stressed. ...more stressed than yeah. we've ever been, you yes. know? And that's probably and why children. there's this big pushback yeah. towards, hang on, let's just, whoa, yep. slow it down. Let's slow it down. Yeah. And intentionally slow down. Yes. Yep. And you know the difference in how you feel when you're really busy and there's heaps going on and you are just running, running, running. <clears throat> when you can slow things down, space mm. just suddenly opens up for you. Mm. Yep. So even if you might have the same amount of stuff on your plate, if you take two different weeks and one where you're just running through it and you're not being mindful, you're not being aware and you're not being conscious and you have a certain number of things to get through that week and if you were to look at the next week and have that same amount of stuff on your plate but you do start building in those pockets where you can be more mindful mm. and aware and conscious and setting intentions for how you want to feel that week will go so much more smoothly feel Mm. so different i know for myself when i have those weeks when i'm not doing all of those things i feel tight chested Mm. i have that just probably describing the way that it feels for me is that pit sort of in the the stomach or for me i get it in the chest it's a really tight chested feeling and it's it just sits with me it sits Mm. with me for the week it's not it's not stopping me it's not really doing anything terribly bad but i'm aware that that yes. feeling's there whereas when i have those weeks where i do really intentionally build in the slowness that's not there and for me that's enough of a motivation to keep working towards it and i think it's about prevention too you know like i mean we all have maybe times in our lives or we know people family or friends that kind of you know find themselves in a, in a mental health crisis or mm. a physical health crisis and 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 then that's kind of a catalyst to make some change but yes. for me like i see this as kind of a, a prevention hopefully mm-hmm. to you know avoid getting to that place you know and not that things can't ha- come out of the blue but you know i think that often it's only until we fall in a heap we get mm-hmm. sick or we you know um aren't coping that we go right what do i need to do mm. you know it's a so, burnout almost yeah, isn't it? She's it running is. around crazily yeah. and not slowing Ex- down yeah. exactly and then and then we'll often you know reach for you know a quick fix yes. you know so yeah. i sort of see this sort of slow intentional living as as prevention and it's mm. a lifestyle thing too isn't absolutely. it absolutely so yeah. i mean i guess it can probably seem a bit overwhelming for people sometimes if you're thinking about this wall slow living how am i going to do that so mm. um we might go on to talking about how we we're all trying to implement it into our lives and how you can get started on it but mm. another thing that i just wanted to touch on before we do that is part of the slow living thing is also this whole like there's a massive movement at the moment about waste. We could probably do a whole yes. set, um, podcast on waste. but The environment, so, it's looking yeah. after the planet. There is no planet B. Exactly. And so while we're all in this consumerism, rush, 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 convenience, mm. it's the packages. We grab for the packages, you know, and we're trying to do things quickly. So everything's got to be pre-made yeah. and pre-packaged to the biscuits. And it's, and, yeah. and it's creating all this waste, you know. Mm. But if we can get this more conscious, slow living into our lives, we can have, we have time for more cooking. Yeah. We have time to think about what we're buying. And, yeah. and it really ties in well with the, does this whole you know zero waste or less waste um the war on waste and all that sort of stuff like that's another really cool Mm. element i reckon of the slow living yeah totally which can also be a bit overwhelming but um yeah where do you start yeah but if you really take that if you're slowing down you've got time to be more conscious of those sort of things as well yeah which is really important and it's like community awareness too like some people just kind of put 
you know, something, a plastic water bottle in the recycle bin and forget about it. Yeah. You know? mm. And I think that being aware um, or slowing down to kind of think about, well, what happens to it after that? And these these shows like The War on Waste are fantastic kind of to opening our eyes mm. to that. And it is quite shocking. Yeah. And you do wonder where you start. But, mm. you know, um, there are so many things you can do, you know. Yeah. Just choose one area of your, you know, mm. your kitchen start as small. an example. Yeah. Yeah. And um, whereas if we run around and we're not aware of those things, then, yeah, you know, um, we'll never take our own little personal steps to, to no. improving that area. Well, I've been really conscious of it lately because I listened to the podcast on um, the Slow Home podcast. She interviewed Anita Van, I can't remember her last name exactly, but she's done this 30 Days to Zero Waste. Yes. Yes. So yeah. I got her little book. Like it's it's pretty full on, but yeah, it's it's just made me so aware of everything that's mm. waste in the house, yeah. you know, and all the stuff I was buying that was it's yeah. Okay. So that's been really interesting. But I think it's really important with all that stuff to, particularly if you're starting from scratch, yes, is to start really slowly. Yes. Exactly. Pick one thing, start yes. with that, and do that until you've got it mastered yep. and then look at the next because otherwise it is so overwhelming. overwhelming. Yeah. Exactly, like with every area. Like if you're oh. wanting to do more exercise or if you're wanting to exactly. help with your mental Diet, health, don't think anything. you're going to start meditating for half an hour mm. every day. Like just start with three minutes or yep. go for a walk and listen to an app or, yep. you know, something that just kind of um, just take baby steps, mm -hmm. you know. And if you think back, um, I don't know, for you, but where you, where it started for you, where you, whether you've always called it slow, but where, when you started on this kind of, path where did you start like I look back years ago now where I little things that I wanted to change in terms of you know making sure I was cooking everything from scratch mm. and cutting out as much additives and any of the nasties from food as I possibly could for the family and then looking at chemicals that I was using in the house in cleaning products mm. you know in shampoos conditioners in um, skincare products all that kind of stuff perfumes like that was years ago for me now, and I remember looking at that and thinking, "That's just so overwhelming." Where yeah. to start? And now, a couple of years down the track, that I've done all of that. Yeah, um, but it takes time. But if mm. I had have looked and tried to do it all at once, yep, I would have totally. I would have never managed it. Yeah. So I think that's you know something to really keep in mind is to start slowly, and yeah. we're never going to get there and be perfect with yep. it. Well, yeah, so, Christy, maybe if you want to start with, okay, so if someone's wanting to get into the slow living, you know, or they're starting to think, well, how can I start to bring this more into my life? Yeah. Where would be a good place to start? For well, them? I know yeah. for me, like, I, I, I love the Slow Your Home podcast. Like, I mm -hmm. sort of, I was moving house when I first started listening to that, so it was a, it was a revelation for me. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, my gosh, look at all this stuff, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So it was a stuff thing for me to start with, which sounds a bit crazy, but, and then from there I kind of looked at, you know, um, things like the minimalists um, from the US, like those guys, like they're pretty hardcore, you know, mm -hmm. as far as stuff. But then it's okay, we'll get rid of all your stuff, but then, how about being aware of where you're putting it? You know? I know, exactly. <laughs> All that sort yeah. of, so it's, it was sort of like a 12-month kind of journey from from discovering that, that podcast, Slow Your Home. But it looks at lots of different ways to live a slow life. And, and also the biggest thing in that is um, it, one size doesn't fit all. Yeah. Mm. So it just, you know, but I know for me it, it has made me more conscious of um, being mindful and mm -hmm. also spending time in, in nature, which is something we'll, we'll um, touch on at mm. the end of this episode. Mm. So for me it's just kind of, and that has probably helped me live a slower life because even though I'm busy all day, like mm -hmm. I try and make sure that I just go for a walk in nature every day for half an hour and mm. I don't do it to keep fit or to do exercise or to mm. you know whatever i just do it for um to be slow mm. and and when i started doing that i just became more aware of even the the environment 
here in Echuca, which is a stunning, beautiful natural environment on the Murray River. And it's always been there, but I just sort of looked at it in a different way. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing I, I chose to do. And then I think other things kind of flow from that, particularly when you listen to conversations or, or read different things around slow and, um, and the environment, it yep. sort of takes you down a path that you can't mm. come back from. Mm. So start. you started by listening to the Slow Your Home podcast yeah. and then just introducing some things like just going for a Being slow in walk in nature. Yep. Yeah, yep. and that's a good way to get started. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. What about you, Lee? Um, yeah, the podcast, the Slow Your Home podcast, is a firm favourite of mine as well, and I have learnt so, so much uh, from all of those episodes. Not putting all of them into practice, but I've got mm. lots on my mm. list still. Um, but to kind of find a point of where it started I I'd actually almost reference my sister Erin um, who is a life coach and uh, has a business next generation wellness and she has been an amazing mentor to me and I think what she got me started on was um, sitting down and really getting clear on my values mm-hmm. and that sounds a bit crazy that I didn't already know what they mm. were and this is many many years ago now but I hadn't actually sat down and written them down. Mm. Um, Consciously thought about yeah, them. Yeah, that's yes. right. So for me and for our family yeah. and how we wanted life to look and how yeah. what was important, important to us. Mm. And so after doing that exercise, and that was through a, um, an online course that she runs, um, a healthy parent, healthy child course, which I did did with her when she first started it. And that, yeah, that exercise at the very start of doing that mm-hmm. got me got me going so kind of triggered that okay these are my values yeah, i'm not living like, true okay, to my values some, maybe, some was i it? were yeah. some i was, was living um true to but others yeah i needed to really change the priorities and then when i did that i found it so much easier to start saying no to those things sure. in life that so i'm guessing I, some of the things were like quality time with the family definitely yeah, yeah. yeah. what's and important like, like why yeah. are we doing this thing yeah, yeah. you know and, and i started questioning each thing that i was yeah. doing rather than just being asked to do something and saying yes, yes. which had become mm-hmm. a de- default position for me um and yeah that i think that was probably what got me started on it and then and then got me looking for other things mm-hmm. because for me i'm one of those people i don't know about you girls but something that works for me now in three or six months' time, I'm often okay. I'm off. I'm finished with that one, and I'm looking yep. for the next yep. thing. The slow home, slow your home podcast has been one that Stayed. I have not yeah. swayed from. I, right. I absolutely love it, and um, probably um, I feel so aligned with so many of the values that they they live their lives um, around there. But the rest of the time, I'm always looking for the next thing. I love reading and mm. listening to other podcasts and looking for courses. And I do do lots of different courses, and I did do an amazing one um which was a Brene Brown online course it was a four-week course and it was um the gifts of imperfect parenting so it was mm. all about wholehearted parenting yeah. yeah it was just for four weeks and I actually don't know if it still exists the, at the moment the audiobook list um exists because I've listened oh, to it good. yeah but it doesn't have the exercises do no, it in it so this was all about lessons yep. and exercises and you do it with your kids mm-hmm. And it was the most profound course to do with the kids. I absolutely loved it. And I definitely look back at that time and can see very clearly that I was the very best mum I could have been during that time. And all of the lessons um, finished with some artwork at the end of it. And the idea behind that is that creativity is really what embeds the knowledge. Mm-hmm. There's so much research around that when you're mm-hmm. doing studying new things and the best way to really embed that new knowledge is through artwork and being creative. So all of the lessons involved that creative element at the end and the kids were doing that with me and it was just all about raising 
your kids to be, or, or I guess more importantly, being the adult mm. that you want your kids to grow up to be. Mm. Yeah. And see, that, um, that all ties in so beautifully with slow living, doesn't it? it does. you know, Because yeah. it's that slow parenting, yeah. mindful parenting, just stopping and being in the moment with your kids and, and sending about intentions. Them and, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And that's all a big part of why slow living is. Yeah. Another reason why slow living can be so important in people's lives, because if you're rushing around and everything's crazy, you're just not spending that no. quality time with your kids. Absolutely. Yeah. What about, what about for you? Well, I think um, it was probably you two that really alluded me to the whole slow living concept with the slow living podcast. Mm. Um, I mean, so I think, and I think for me, I wouldn't say I'm living a slow life by any means. I feel like I'm, I've got, I'm consciously trying not to be busy, and I think I'm getting mm. better with that. But I'm still on this, you know, journey towards slow living. Consumerism has been a big thing for me because yeah. I love buying stuff, and mm. that, like, that's been a big awareness for me. Just being more conscious of just not buying crap. Yep. Like that's been really big as part and of it's so hard when it's in front of you all the yeah. time and questioning why you're buying yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Whereas sometimes you do, you wouldn't question it at yes. all. You just do it. Yes, hundred percent. And the, and de and decluttering has been another part mm. of slow that I'm really working on because I hate having stuff around now. Mm. But that's then part do of you my journey. Find, I love the decluttering too, but I get quite anxious about the idea of the stuff then and what oh, am I going to do with that oh, yeah. like I don't, there's no way I want to contribute to landfill and put no, it in no. there but it's, sometimes it's tricky to know what to do with yeah, it so yeah so the key thing there is stop buying which yes. is what I'm working on because you've got to stop buying. But also being aware of a community. Like I've got, a, you know, um, a, a neighbour who I often give, you know, clothes to because mm. she's got a little girl. And then, yes, and, and that's I, great. I, I, we often give her stuff. But then just just this week she's like, oh, you know, do you know there's a new family, a refugee family living around the corner. They've just started at school. They need awesome. uniforms. So it's kind of having those conversations. And I could have just chucked it in the bin. Exactly. Or gone, yeah. okay, you know. So it's just having that um, conversation in your community, in, in yeah. your hood, yep. about who needs stuff because um, – there's always a home for And I had that yeah. recently. We had a whole lot of pillows. Actually, my mum came in and was, I think, appalled at the state of the pillows in my house. I've probably <laughs> had them for 25 years or longer. And she came in with a whole bunch of new pillows. Oh. I was like, mum, I'm trying to not, I'm have trying not stuff. to buy stuff. Anyway, it needed to be done. Yeah. But um, I was then, what not, am I going to do, do with, with these pillows? pillows? And I had a conversation with the beautiful Sam Ferrier. Uh, and she said the lost dog's lost home. Lost dog's home. Blankets oh, as Blankets well. and yeah. pillows. And, oh, as, as you say, Christy, it's those conversations yes. with people. And being well, aware. and all of this is part of being aware Having and conscious. Time. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Because otherwise you wouldn't no. find out about those things. You just go, right, I've got to get rid of that yeah. thing, and you just get rid of it. And Absolutely. Then, you know, I think it's that awareness around it. but mm. And setting those intentions about what's important in your family as well. Because I know yeah. for our family, like, they, they often roll their eyes at me, you know, with my recycling and my composting because, you know, they kind of make fun of me a little bit, mm. but I know that the the things that I'm banging on about now will it, it will instill in them, Absolutely. you know, um, those values as well. And and just when you were mentioning before, Lee, about the um, about the slow your home and and setting intentions, I know in an episode they did a long time ago, um, they talked about you know what their values were, mm-hmm. and and um, one of them, I think it was um, Brooke, she she wrote a eulogy based yes. on her values, which was yeah. very powerful, oh, like pretty I, hardcore, I remember, yeah. Whereas Ben, um, the husband, he just wrote like a bumper sticker mm. so of what he wanted to be remembered for, like yeah. what his values were. And so you can come at it very yeah. differently. And I think that it's if you cool haven't sat down start, and talked yeah. about your own values, but then also with your partner or your family, like That's what's right. important? Because then if you make a list of these important things and then figure out you're doing all this other stuff that doesn't yeah. align mm. with that, I don't think we we do that enough, no. if, if not at all. Well, and I think that's part of that. That's really coming back to that, having conscious awareness and just stopping and saying, all right, 
Yeah, because if you haven't got those values and that, then what are you working what are you towards? Doing? What are you doing exactly. at all? Yeah. What's the point? And it's that really good way of just ma- matching up where you're at and saying, okay, well, if all this crazy busyness consumerism isn't mm. working towards my values, mm. then I need why to are stop. We doing it? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, why am I doing it? Yeah. And that's yeah. where this comes back then, to your why. You'll probably find that this slow living stuff. Mm. It's much more aligned with where you want to be heading with your family. So then you can start putting the steps yeah. in place to yeah. make those changes. Um, the last thing I was going to say was the parenting thing too. Like I, mm. um, I'm reading this awesome book at the moment called Gentle Parenting and Gentle Discipline. Mm. And it's a lot of that too. There's that being in the moment and finding out what's going on with your kids mm. and having that time to spend with them and all of that. And I think we could probably do it again, a whole podcast mm. on parenting because mm. that can be the one thing that can, for me, I know if I'm too busy, you know, not, not, you know, the, exactly. Mm. And so the slow living can have real benefits for your kids. Oh, yep. for sure. But it's hard. I mean, I think we should, you know, for me, I must say like the slow living thing, it, it can be really hard if, oh. in this, as we said, in this busy, yeah. fast paced life, it's, it can be a real change of direction what for a lot of people. What do you find the biggest challenges? Um, well, I guess, yeah, the consumerism thing mm. for me is yep. a big challenge. Um, and just taking it. I mean, I can slowing I'm, down. Yeah. What's your biggest? Oh, and slowing, slowing down, down just everything, <laughs> like <laughs> daily life, especially with four kids. Yeah, I know. Because I'm naturally a fast-paced person. Mm. I like to be go, go, go. Yeah. So I think I think doing having the meditation is really good because it actually makes me stop. But for slows that your time mind, every day. doesn't it? You, slows and, my mind. And you said that in the last episode. I think yeah. you know, your body can be busy, but if your mind's not, yeah, it can probably. Mm get through and yeah. that's building a pocket of slow yeah yeah so you exactly. can absolutely have a day that is full yeah um and i think we're all really the kind of people that love to live full lives yes. and really purposeful lives yeah. but if you can find yeah. those spaces to build yeah into the day then exactly you're being too hard on yourself because you are yeah. building in those pockets oh of yeah i think i've come a long way yeah. and just in the in just yeah. just living consciously more is where i've come a long way but yeah and then still aspiring to this mm. you know higher level of slow living but yeah, getting there, yes. I think. So, what's your biggest challenge? Biggest challenge is probably saying no to stuff and yeah. wanting to do, you know, um, lots of great things, but just kind of having to make decisions around, okay, well, what's important to us or me mm. and us as a family and what's going to work? Because, you know, um, we all want to contribute, we all want to do our bit, but you can't contribute to everything. Mm. Yeah. And whether that's at a, um, on a, on a family level or a, um, a community level or a school level or a work level, like, you just can't do everything. And um, I think Henry agrees in the background. Little yeah, Henry. we've got Henry in the background. You can hear him <laughs> making lovely noises. He's, he's in another room. And I yeah. Think. <laughs> he's giving very us a wind-up. Yeah, well, so we it's probably should. A... Um, is it time to move on to – or you could – All about your challenges, Lee. Um, oh, yeah. Probably the no, but also I think a big one for me is the perfectionism thing, and that's mm. been one that when I can pull back on that and get my head around the fact that it's progress is always far more important than perfection mm. then i can slow down yeah. when i'm trying to do, do everything, everything perfect. perfectly yeah, yeah, exactly. there's not enough time for anything mm. and mm. that has been a big one for me but i think i'm definitely working getting on better on that one so i think that's a good place to lead into um just our sort of takeaway tips yeah, now and then sure. we'll do what we're loving this um this episode but um so lee if you want to just give us your yep Sort of place to start. Um, one or two tip. each. Okay. Yeah. I've got lots and lots, but today I'm going to narrow <laughs> it down to the digital detox. Um, mm. It's very, very difficult, particularly when you're freelancing like we are and running the kind of online business that we do and have lots of clients that need us to do their social media stuff for mm. them to have a break from the phone. Uh, in the school holidays just gone, Christy and I took a week each um, where we one week Christy got to have a complete break from it and I did the next week and it was amazing. 
Uh, That's awesome. cool. Really, really <laughs> so great. good. And That's now, a really big part of slow living, isn't it? It is huge. Yeah. And at home, we try to do uh, a digital detox in the evening. Mm-hmm. So just sort of over that meal time, those couple of hours between five and seven, seven thirty, just putting not just putting them down. There's still that temptation to pick it up. So putting them in another room, turning yep. them off, putting them in another room, so there is just no uh, temptation to want to pick it up. Uh, that's been a huge one. And uh, the other thing is for me, and I have touched on this before, but it's we get so hooked up on to-do lists and, you know, trying to get through a certain number of things each day. But I'm trying really consciously to uh, think more about how I want to feel as opposed to what I need to do. I mean, those things still have to be done, mm. but sort of sitting in behind them really importantly for me is to think about what, the, the way that I want to feel for that day yeah. um, and that just it helps me so much in getting through the things that I need to do. So they're my two. That ties in very well with my top tip because I think, the, the, you know, a good place to start with all of this is exactly what you said when you started and just sitting down and working out what your family's values are or what your values are. Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. important. And not just, yeah, what you want to do in life but how you want to feel. Yep. So that's exactly the thing. Like what you know, at the end of the day or, you know, in 10 yeah. years' time, how do you want to feel so about where you are? you go through life are? not feeling. Exactly. What's going to happen at the end? Yeah, and that just really taking that first conscious step to sit down with you, with your family, and just saying, right, what are our key values? Where are we heading as a family? Where do we want to be in 10 years? How do we want to feel? Yep. Mm. Um, I think that's a really good place to start on this sort of whole, mm. you know, conscious awareness. And then once you sort of have those I mean, chances are, I'm guessing that, you know, your values are going to be, well, we want to have, you know, we want to feel connected and mm. we want to feel loving and we want to have time to spend with each other yep. and yep. those sorts of things. Mm. So then you'll go, okay, is uh, is what I'm living right now aligning with my long-term values right. and my key things? And that things? can be really confronting. Yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah, it is. So then that can be the first trigger to say, all right, mm. I do want to make a conscious effort to start mm. living more of a slow life and implementing some of these things that we're talking about. So, yeah. What's your tip, Christy? Well, I've got a couple as well, um, and one of my tips actually leads into what I'm loving this week, but um, my number one would be, you know, get out into nature, and mm-hmm. there's so many studies to even say that looking at nature um, helps, you know, um, people's mental states and also just recovery from mm. illness, and, like, I've been reading a lot um continuing on with my obsession with anything um, related to Hygge, mm-hmm. the cosy living, um, and it's very closely aligned with sort of the, the, the Nordic tradition of, you know, being in nature at least, you know, every day, regardless of the weather. So mm-hmm. I think we all can do that a bit more. Um, so that's definitely my tip is just making time to be outside, mm-hmm. but particularly in the winter because you spend more mm. time, you know, and I know my skin feels it, you know, when yep. you spend too much time indoors. And, um, and that leads into my second tip, which is um, – is, is again the to-do list, um, Lee, and I know for me I can be, you know, trying to get through my list and my email keeps popping up in the corner of my computer and all yeah. that stuff and my phone's beeping and so I have this app that I use and it's called Forest. It's very cool, so it relates to nature. <laughs> and literally you set a timer on your phone um, for, you know, 25 minutes or 30 minutes and if you touch your phone during that time, the tree that is being planted dies. It sounds so drastic. I know, it's very drastic. <laughs> but it works amazingly. And I was only listening to a, um, a podcast, um, I think the Crappy to Happy Girls mm-hmm. were talking about this just a couple of weeks back, um, mm. about, you know, that there's this kind of research into if you spend just 
25 minutes on, on one, one thing. thing, you'll get it done. Whereas often you think you're working on this one document, but all this other stuff's popping yes, in. Yes, the devil which, of multitasking. Yeah, it just, <laughs> doesn't exist. <laughs> exactly. So it links to it. all that as well. Um, My Forest app, I think it's a couple of dollars to buy yeah. on your phone, but it's... um. It's really great. Um, mm. I'm, I'm loving that. That sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then um, I might start with the What I'm Loving yep. this this week. Yep. And cool. other than my forest app, I'm loving um, an article I read in The Good Weekend about forest bathing, which sounds very... Um, yeah. Now, I hadn't heard of this. Talk <laughs> me through forest bathing. It sounds so out there. <laughs> in this article, it talk, and I know Lee's going to touch on this too because she's probably read a lot more about it than me. Um but it's sort of spending time in nature, which, you know, eases stress and rejuvenates the spirit. So who doesn't want to do oh, those exactly. things? exactly. It sounds awesome, doesn't it? <laughs> so I might pass on to you, Lee. You've been diving into this. I think what this. it does is really just gives a name to what you do anyway. You, know, you spend lots and lots of time in nature. And I think... It's um, like the new lingo, the new term yeah, for just going for a walk in the forest. It it's is. a bit more structured Absolutely. from what you were saying, yeah, isn't it? It is. Like it is. It's not just going for a walk. And it's funny because in recent times, I, I think through slowing down, I've been listening so much more to my body and, and what what I need and once upon a time where I would have smashed myself in a gym for mm-hmm. for fitness and exercise, now I listen more to what I'm needing mm. at the time and I have been getting out in nature so, so much more. Um, and so to stumble on this very um, same thing that Christy did recently in a different article. Yours yeah. was one in the, yes. in the age. I the, love that. You yeah. two yeah. both were like, I know, on the same forest page. bathing. As I was reading my Dumbo Feather magazine a couple of weeks ago, which is my all-time favourite, uh, and came across this article on forest bathing. And it actually sets out some structure on, on how to go about it, so I'll share that with you. But it's also – so basically forest bathing has its origins in Japan. Mm, so it's been yep. practised for decades yeah, and decades yeah, yeah. in Japan and Korea. Yep. Um, and they have found that by immersing yourself in nature, there are a whole lot of um, – you know, positive effects, which which we all know, but they're talking about the oils that are emitted by trees actually help increase the natural killer cells, which fight tumours uh, in our bodies, and they de- it decreases anxiety. The oils also decrease depression, boost our immunity, lower adrenaline, um, and that the the health and healing effects are just so significant that it's become a new modality in treating mm, wow. um, mental health. But is it about consciously being in Definitely. the forest? It's not just about going yeah. for the walk. It's about yeah. looking around, That's taking right. it all And they're in. saying because these days we spend 90% of our time indoors, mm. it's just becoming increasingly important to get out there. But it's more than just getting out and going for a walk. Um, what they recommend is finding a trail where preferably there's not a lot of other people, but going for maybe a 15-minute walk, only a short walk though, so the distance would only be about a kilometre. Mm-hmm. And in that time, really, really slowly walking through it. And if you find yourself starting to rush, really consciously pull yourself back and slow down and to then really start taking in everything around you. So stopping at lots of different points and looking at the trees and the plants and looking up into the sky um, and actually saying it out loud if you want I just say it in my own head I've been doing it each day for the last couple of weeks but but really commenting on what it is and what you're drawn to mm, cool. and then finding a spot along that track to sit for 20 minutes and really start having an awareness and noticing the things that are right in front of you and it's like a really slow and gentle reveal mm. because when you first sit there you think you've seen everything and then and you find as you sit for another five Absolutely. or ten minutes 
right in front mm. of you all these other things you start seeing. So cool. Um, and the article that I read to it, it said you really got to tap into all five senses as yes. well. Yeah. I, I used to always walk around the river and then when I did this um, hour in nature um, mm. a couple of months back now, which was on Slow Your Home podcast, they had a, a, challenge. a challenge to yep. do an hour in nature every day. But not just be in nature, but be aware. Smell it. Like I remember walking along the river it. and for yep. the first time looking down into the shallow and seeing all these fish in the shallow. I'm like, I have walked this trail like yes. hundreds of times. Mm. And never notice that because often I'm listening to podcasts as well, which is probably, you know, sometimes I should probably unplug that yeah, as yeah. well. Yep. And um, yeah, it's just being aware. Mm. Mm. This this is a really great thing to do with the kids too, yeah. because this has reminded me of Deepak Chopra has the um, seven spiritual laws of success and there's one for kids. Yep. And in that, one of the things he recommends is just getting the kids on a Sunday to go out and just find five new things. Mm. And I've done it with my kids and they love it. Like it's literally, mm. they bring back like a leaf or a rock or, Yes. But just five new things, and all of a sudden they're amazed by mm. all this awesome stuff out there in nature, and it's nothing it's already it's not there. hugely yeah. significant, yeah. but it becomes yeah. like just wow. So it's very similar. And you don't have to be in some amazing part of the world where the scenery is no. out of this world. No. I've got a little dirt track, a bush sort of area at the back of our house, yeah. which I walk and run every day, but this is different. It's very different. This 20, very I'm conscious. just going for a short mm-hmm. walk. I sometimes take my dog and... It's yeah, it's there in my backyard. I love that. It's very so accessible cool. too. Like so you don't cool. need to, you don't need a membership or a yeah. you know, special no. gear. Yeah, <laughs> no. I can just, even see like just you, you guys, your faces are lighting up just talking about it. It's so cool. It's so simple. And but I effective. think it brings that nostalgia. In in one of the books I'm reading on Hugar at the moment, it talks about you know this girl talked about just being in nature every day, like picking flowers. And I know when I was a child, like I grew up on a farm and we were in nature all the time. Mm. But, you know, when my grandpa from the city used to come visit, he would take us on nature walks, he called them. And for me, that was the coolest thing. Like I had all this right on my doorstep yeah. and I hadn't really done a nature walk whereas yes. he just looked at it in a different way so, yeah. so this stuff is old right now is. they're giving Not us you. a term and a new label baiting. exactly <laughs> but it's this, a great name <laughs> I think maybe it's just a way of reintroducing people to it who have forgotten yeah, yeah. absolutely slowing down yeah. to notice it That's yeah right. what about you so Katrina? my what I'm loving it's a bit Slightly different, actually. Um, so the, I've just got two little things. One thing is the Akimbo podcast, which is Seth Godin. Um, it's really cool. It's kind of random. Uh, Seth is just an amazing thinker, and it's sort of like, you know, all the thoughts that he has, and he does um, they're all different topics, and it's just really insightful. And the, the one I've just started listening to is about um, what is perfect, Mm. which is really cool and he also talks about um like different status things and it's great so i highly recommend that especially if you're you know a lot of people would be seth godin fans and this is mm. and his voice is great and yeah it's really cool and the other thing is sophie hansen's five things to be cheerful about on a monday mm-hmm. i'm that a big delightful. oh it is and it fits in nicely with our slow living actually i'm a big fan of sophie's and she's mm. done some amazing things like she's got the my open kitchen podcast and oh, yeah. she's got a great blog she runs awesome sort of um workshops and all sorts of things and this just it's just really nice you just open it there's always uh, she always has links to like so the five things she has are always things that really mm. i could just love and it makes you feel yeah. good and it's exactly that just and i love that she does it on a monday yes it's much easier to find those and we will put the links to all these things we, we mentioned um in the show notes for today you're going to be busy with links i know there's Thanks heaps today yeah. Yeah. um and thank you for being with us we've kept you a little bit longer than usual today so thanks everyone for tuning in um we've hope you've enjoyed 
enjoyed our conversation about slow. And in a couple of weeks, we'll be bringing you a very special um, conversation we had with um, a local Echuca environmentalist, I suppose you would call Samantha Ferrier. Um, it was recorded at a, a live um, Spreading the Good Stuff conversation here in Moama um, in June mm-hmm. this year. So, um, yeah. It's all about slow. It was yeah, all about slow perfect. and how that looks for Sam and, and how we can all, um, you know, take a, to take a leaf out of her book mm-hmm. and go from there so thank you remember to um follow us on socials and um you can leave us a review on itunes as well so good luck everyone with your slow intentions in the coming weeks and um let us know how you go thanks ladies thanks for thanks much. for listening nice to chat see chat ya soon. bye you've been listening to spreading the good stuff the podcast Remember, you can subscribe over at iTunes. We'd love you to leave us a rating. And you can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the handle Spreading the Good Stuff. You can find all our show notes and previous episodes at our website, thesplendidword.com.au. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.